Hello, hello everybody. Good evening. Welcome to your 22 day 22 of the 30 years in 30 days live broadcast with great great. So, uh, we have eight more days to go. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Also, happy independence to Nigeria. God Himself will bring light upon this nation and will cause darkness to flee in the name of Jesus. Amen. Alright, it's so good to have you join me today. Mm. It's been an adventurous week already, and I'm grateful to God for doing all things well. Not something for doing all things well. Mm. How has it been at your side? Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all the amazing, beautiful remarks. I'm grateful. Mm. Oh, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, so I'm just going to pick up very quickly from... I'm going to continue for what stopped last week. Okay, so this phase of my life, I realized that I love people genuinely. And then, you know, I wasn't lying about it, which is something that people around me were not used to see. Not necessarily about me, but to see people that really care, that genuinely love them. It was just something that they weren't used to. So I wasn't going to give room to the devil. I started taking out time deliberately you know, to, to be conscious of what I was doing. To be conscious of what I'm, I was doing part-time. I remember one time, the Holy Spirit talked to me and said, you know, you have the most amazing smile. And he said, like, God, just don't mind me. And all. He said, no, you do. Engage it. And then I started taking out time to deliberately smile and to do all that God wants me to do. And it's been transformational since that time. You know, people find it difficult. They will think, oh, there's something about it. Until tomorrow, it's been that life for me. I remember sometimes when some of my mentees will invite me up for their wedding. And I'm going all joyful and glad. I'm like, oh, is she okay? Are you sure she really is happy for you? I'm like, I'm happy. You know, and that is it. The state of joy is that state that every child of God you desire to be in. God wants to give you perfect peace. The Bible says in Isaiah 26, says he'll give perfect peace to those whose heart is stayed on him. You see, your heart needs to be stayed on the Lord. Your heart needs to be where God is. Your heart needs to think what God is thinking. But time, hallelujah. And then you have everything that God himself is giving. Or is making available, you know, in this season for them that love him. Hallelujah. Okay, so at this stage also, mm, my life changed, of course, for real. And then, uh, because God worked on my heart. So it was different for me. I I was sincere. I was sincere about loving people, checking up on people. You know, it wasn't pretense. I was, that was just who I was. And I wasn't asking for anything in return. I'm just glad to be that channel of joy, hope, love, peace to someone that is that desires it yeah so um okay so i also remember in my part one i saw on my door i just saw uh, on my door that there was this entrepreneurial uh, training and award and grants for business people but strictly for ladies i think the age range was between 20 to 35 or terrible so uh i just saw it on my door and i said to myself i want to attend this you know, after saying that, I started asking God for how to go about it. And then I remember I saw my brother and I was like, oh, Grace, this is good. Can we do it? And I'm like, wow. Do you know I saw this and my heart wanted to do it? And then he started putting me through and then we put up a business plan. Ooh, and then we're done. And then we're selected for the next phase. 
selected picked up uh, the business plan again did it again and we finished and we were given 2.5 million naira you know for to run the business can i say this to you you're not too young it doesn't matter your age you're not too young to come to that point where you can be independent you're not too young to come to that point where god can walk in and through you you're not too young to encounter god on a whole new level no you're not no you're not it's really a lie of the devil that makes you feel that um we are too young don't worry yourself it's a lie a lot of young people are the ones changing things all over the world today then also be a big dreamer i saw it i was in part one i had a reason to think shallow and feel oh i don't think I, no i saw it and i just decided that if it's for women then let me give it a try and i did i remember when we were going to go for the award that it was during, during an exam time in school so i had to write letter to school so that i could travel and then I was uh, permitted. So when I got back, my department and my HOD later were saying to me, when it was time to take this course, I was going to take you with penalty. <laughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to tell them that that was not what school told me. They said, I'm going to take this exam without penalty. So why are you telling me I'm going to take you with penalty? And all of that. So I was worried. I'm like, God, am, am I going to face two courses, fail two courses? Uh, uh, repeat two courses with penalty. This is trouble. Even the time at which I was going to write these exams, you know, that chose these courses, it was affecting every other thing around me because the, the class was clashing with, I was in part three, it was clashing with my part, part two work was clashing with my part three and all of that. But I still had to write exams. I had to attend classes and all of that. So to now tell me I'm going to retake it now think of this kind of grade i'm gonna lose i don't even know what my grade will be here now and then i'm still gonna lose it ah it didn't make sense so i sat with my brother and see it's good to have amazing people that can really tell you what your right is as a student you know i've realized something about a lot of people fear will not allow you step out in faith then also fear makes you think that from the top everybody is bad nobody wants your good interest at heart that is not true that is not true. In fact, when you get to the top, you see that it's, more, it's so accessible. Yes. Because the people there will actually are very accessible and they give access. That's what it is. So I would, uh, so we wrote a letter and we forwarded it. We copied it to the department and copied it down to the Senate. That day they started calling me. I was in class. They just started calling me, calling me over again. Oh, Grace, is that you? Oh, please, the HOD would like to see. I said, okay, I'm in a classroom. I was, I was just angry that why are they calling me up and down? She said, people were excited to tell me to carry a course. Now you are disturbing me. And then I went and the HOD was saying, you, do you want me to lose my job? Do you not have a family? I said, sir, what's going on? He said, the letter you wrote to Kiniko, did you come to me? I said, yes, sir, I came to your school office and I left here twice crying. You told me to get out of your office and that uh, I should go and retake the course. He said, I beg you, don't allow people to victimize you. I'm not saying you should be rude to your lecturers, no. I'm saying that please find out for yourself. Read the constitution of your school. And know what it is that it is called a sin. And what is called an atrocity, you know. And the limit at which school will not forgive you for a thing or two. Do you know why? So that you will not be deceived. So that you will not go through that process where people will cheat on you and rob you, you know, of your innocence. I remember that particular HOD then. I even remember his name. His students were not in my school. They were in another school. So you are here, you want to be, you want to be mess other people's uh, lives up. You weren't coming to teach us regularly as a lecturer, even too, as a HOD too. We are even seeing and then I'm going to, to take a course, take an exam without penalty. Because I've been writing that letter, it's good to have intelligent people around you. Ah, 
that the whole idea is that i made my alma mater proud right i made my school proud so if if a university i started applying this process in part one and by part two i had the money so if someone in the university you know, got that kind of award it should be something beautiful that the school will celebrate not something that you'll be telling the person to retake a course or to fail or these very funny uh, things that were being said to me you know so long and short story to cut the long story short uh, the man came and was he was looking at me and she was saying, I just went there, I said, sir, I came to your office and I left twice and I even left crying. I felt, I told myself I can't fail. I can't write these courses with penalty. It won't work. So I had to go back to the same city that told me to travel before. Not knowing that when they gave me the permission to travel, there was a letter that the department was supposed to give to me that the department never gave to me. So when that happened, the Senate was go- like, what's going on? So they wrote to them to that where's the letter they gave they sent to me to take the courses without penalty why is the department saying i'm going to take you with penalty so a lot of times students suffer and they go through issues because they don't know don't be afraid these people are not going to eat you up oh they will put eyes on me i'm going to lose that is not always true sincerely of course it's a good thing if you don't get into trouble you see but when something is supposed to be done and you had to do some of one or two things do go go the right way so that when things backfire you can still go the right way to get it corrected if i just stepped out of school without consent and all of that i've been in trouble but i did the writing even though i wrote this letter before traveling i was so sure that they would have given me a letter before that by the time i returned i would have received a letter but my department never gave me as such it was very easy for them to tell me i was going to carry the course but thank god for amazing people i'm grateful to my brother now my pastor an amazing man you know you know the, the, the bible says uh, not the bible another says the pen is mightier than the sword whenever that man writes a letter for you try 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 that period the whole school was literally shaking what is going on what is going on what is going on just because of one small girl like that called grace do you see so there's so much you, you are supposed to do you have access to people who listen to you people will go all out for you when you understand what is yours don't allow yourself to be victimized don't fall into every trap mm, that people threaten you and tell you if you don't do this i'm going to do this to you that's not always true they can't do anything to you i'm saying that to someone specifically don't compromise thinking that they are, uh, this thing is not going to work if i do this Go ahead and decide to find out who is in authority that you can. Oh, some say, ah, if I rep- it's just fear, it's a lie. If I send the clinical, they are going to get into trouble. That's not true. Do it and you'll be surprised. I remember a particular a time the, the HOD my set before I left, he was my project coordinator, uh, supervisor, and then um, he likes it was the H- HOD of our, in fact, the dean faculty of arts, yeah. And we were friends, you see, we were friends. That uh, a particular subject I wrote, I think that that was the only course I carried, yeah, in my part one, was literature. So I wrote, I only saw my exam call, I didn't see the test. They gave me just the exam and there was no test and the man said I didn't do it. I said, sir, I did it. They couldn't find my script. And because of that, I had to carry the course. Can you imagine that kind of carelessness? And then when I saw that my final, this man was the one taking me again. I was... Because I went to his office, he would just push me out, say a lot of things and all of that. You know, they, they try to defend themselves. You know, they'll be acting all frustrated and tired. I don't know why you pick up the job if you'll be frustrating other people because you feel you're frustrated. Don't get me wrong, like, oh, I'm not considering. No, that's not what it is. The moment you decide that you want to lecture people, you have to drop your personal matters at home, personal, and then pick up 
you know, the work you're saying you want to do and do it. That's what it is. That's what it is. You see, a lot of lecturers are sadists. They just want to see children, students feel. They just want to, I don't know. Who hurts you? Why are you pressing it on? What's going on? If the system is not working for you, then you leave. Don't make, don't frustrate the efforts of the students already. They are going through so much to add to the one you are going to give to them. No. So you must understand this thing so that you don't take advantage of you. So I was going in my final, like, this man that is taking me my course, I don't want stories that touch the heart, touching stories, but I don't want it. So I went ahead to, um, to request for my test script. I kept going to his office. I said, I'll not give this man rest until I get my test script. And I was like, oh, are you the cl-? I said, I'm not the class rep. The class rep is not in this, my, it's not in my group that is with you. And we do, I, I just need my test script because I don't want you to give me stories and tell me that I didn't pass or something. You feel me? It won't work. So after plenty of disturbance, the man kept complaining and screaming and shouting and chasing me. It's fine. I just know my that if they try me this time around, in fact, he'll have to go and take, I will write letter that will affect from my part one. They should go and start changing it. Because when I was going to rewrite my part, my, the exam, uh, the literature I failed, by the time I was going to write it, it clashed with a major course. So I came, I, in fact, that day, I remember that very day. And this lecturer saw me, the one that made me feel, oh, he saw me and he was like, ah, you, you know, in a very sarcastic manner. I was just finishing an exam in my part three. I had to rush down to my part advisor's office to write their other literature that would not have been a case at all. I had to, and he, he was saying to me, uh, so while I was there, I was just writing, I was just quiet. I was just saying to myself, I say, God, this is not the agreement. I never planned to carry one course at all while on campus. This is not the plan. And this man came trying to, you know, trying to ridicule me and mock me, saying to me, eh, so you two, you even carried, you are repeating this course. I said, no, I'm not repeating the course. I'm, you know, I'm joking here. I, I'm serious. It sounded rude, but I was just too pained. Was that I was that I said, sir, when I told you you did not you omitted my test score, what did you do about it? So he was surprised that I remembered everything. I just attacked him and I went ahead saying to him, when I did this, what was I said, you people will be treating us as if you don't have children, as if your own children will not get to the university someday. I said, don't punish us because you are angry at the system, whatever. If it's not working for you, ah oh God, I said things that were too that were bigger than me. Sincerely, I said, and I was angry. It got to a point that my path advisor was saying, Grace, just be calm, just be calm. And my path advisor was saying, uh, it's true, it's not, we, are not, there is no, we are not supposed to be treating these people anyhow. Our children are going to meet with them. God forbid that you, they hear your name and say, what's your name? You say, yeah, they'd send you out of the office because of what we, their parents did to them and all of that. He was saying, sorry, sorry, sorry. He left the office. <clears throat> so since then, he marked my eye, my face. And, you know, since he has marked me, you know, there's trouble, like, the fear of, oh, are you sure you're going to pass? Are you sure you're not going to repeat a course and all of that? I just knew that anybody that tried me, I will write letters until I'm vindicated. I'm not going to allow anybody use carry the issues in their life to come and to come and pass inside my gallery. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. So since then, he has been monitoring me. So when I was going to his office for my test scripts, you should see why I was going there, that I wasn't going to retake another. I'm not going to spend any extra year on this campus. The time I'm supposed to graduate is when I'm going to graduate. You know, that was my intention. So he was behaving, saying things to me and all of that. Yeah, I didn't care. Just give me my test group because that's all that matters to me right now. And then he finally started looking for me up and now, where's that lady always coming to my office? So he was inviting me over with an ulterior motive. I got to his office and then he, he said, what was my name? I told him and he saw my test script. Then he was like, wow, he never knew I was brilliant. 
do you judge people on the face? Do you feel people because you don't like them facially? I don't understand. Then by the time he took my test score again and it was my exam script and he was marking, he was just, he was surprised. He was surprised. Then he didn't know what to say. The next thing I sent me is that uh, he was holding my hand. Imagine, my lecturer holding my hand. Oh, so who is your supervisor? My project supervisor. Maybe he won't tell us to rub each other's back. I will rub his back, he will rub my back. I just called out the name of our dean. I said, our professor, I said, instantly he took off his hands from me. Yes, the speed was fast because I remember that some lecturers lost their jobs because they were victimizing students. You know, sex for grade, all these sex for grade issues, you know, it was up at some point that a lot of lecturers lost their job. And this man is, doesn't take nonsense. That he was that kind, that the dean was that kind of a person. He, was, he doesn't take nonsense. So instantly he took off his hands from me like, eh, wow. He didn't know what he was like, wow, okay, wow. Do you know? I think at, at the overall, which I'm, so, I'm sure I'm supposed to have an A. Anyways, overall for that course, I had a 68B. A 68B. You know, so sometimes it's not because you're not intelligent. It's not because you're not working hard. Especially if you're in a federal university. Don't allow them press you down, pin you down, you know, and make a mess of your glorious life. Don't make anybody make you feel you are, you are not smart, you are not intelligent. It's not like that. Sometimes they have issues. Let me share one more encounter with you before I leave. I remember in my three as well a, a course we we're doing came out and then i was waiting for the results everybody in my class had seen the results but i, I haven't seen it yet i was wondering what's going on what's going on why am i not having this result you know and then i decided to i kept going to the man's office that's i've not seen but every time i went to his office i didn't see him you now see how the holy spirit guides us so there was a particular day the holy spirit said oh yeah go to his office now and that time I had a class. I would have said, oh God, I'm a studious, I'm a diligent student. No, let me stay back and finish my class. When I'm done, I'll go back. They used to say, go now. And I went to his office. Glory to God, he was around that day. And I said, sir, I'm, I'm here to see. He said, he said, you didn't write the exam. Uh-uh. And you see, the, the, the most annoying part is the fact that anybody that claimed that you were there, they will victimize them. Because as much as they can, they are trying to keep their own head. They don't want to get into trouble. So if you're like, ah, she was there, she marked attendance and all, you know, they can victimize them. There'll be trouble for them. I said, sir, no, I wrote the exam. I marked the attendance. He said, I don't think so. Your name is not here. See, I've recorded it. I've marked all the script. I've recorded it. I was smiling. I was just praying in the Holy Ghost. I said, Holy Spirit, you did not send me here for fun. Please do something about it. Please do something about it. Guess what? He now told me, okay, uh, did you write the test? I said, yes. So if you are, don't be missing tests. Don't say, uh, I don't, don't miss it so that you don't get into trouble. So I, he, he told me to go under his table and start searching for my script. I went under his table, like, start like a baby. I'm telling you, I started searching for my script because this is me. I'm, I, I'm not designing a, 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 an extra year for anybody's carelessness. And I was there just looking for the script and I found it. You know, the next one was going to say, oh, I never knew you were intelligent. I'm like, hey, hey. What's all these things you people are saying? Please give me my scripts, give me my score. That's all I want. So when he saw that, I said, okay, so I'm, I told you people I'm making the uh, test over 40. So he multiplied it, the score and all of that. When he was done, he multiplied. So if I had a 15, I would have had a 30, right? I think I had a 12 or a 13. No, I think I had a 15. So I had a 30 in my test. So he now, so while we were still talking, the Holy Spirit told me something. The Holy Spirit said, 
check the bin. It doesn't make sense. The Holy Spirit checked the bin. And then I just turned and checked the bin. And I saw that exam uh, script the way it used to be. It was folded like a, a rough paper. The way you fold Akara paper for those of us in Nigeria. In the bin, I'm like, what is this? I just, he said, pick it up. And I picked it up. Guess what? By the time I will open it and stretch it out, it was my exam script. Wow, yes. If I disobeyed God, the cleaners would have come and cleared that uh, dustbin, throw it out, and I'll never have been able to find that script. I'm telling you, then I'll have to write it again because of somebody's carelessness. How do you explain that a human being script, a whole script, how many were we in class writing the exams? We are just about 50-something. How do you explain that a whole script was squeezed into ball and dropped in the bin? Uh-uh. Who did that offend? The devil is a goto. Hey, my people. So you see that you can't take things on face value. You need to engage the Holy Spirit. He's an advantage. He's an advantage. Engage him so that you will not suffer in this life. You see, so that you will not suffer the things that other people suffer. Not because there will not be issues in this world. But you will not suffer the other things that other people suffer. You enjoy the help that the Holy Spirit alone can give. And then I was like, you know me, I was in shock. That was my exam script that was in the bin. And you know, I said, ah, he said, you're lucky. He wasn't even remorseful. He wasn't even apologetic. He said, I'm lucky. Uh, God saved me. Ah. Hmm. That was how I saw it. And I was like, Holy Spirit. When I was done, instead of me, should, I should take my leave. He started talking to me about dating me. Can you imagine? Mm. And I'm, you know, I'm just a lecturer. I don't have money, but I can be, I'll be, he, say, he told me he can change my score from my part one to my part three now. He told me he can, uh, he'll be giving me books. He doesn't have money to give me, but at least we'll be rubbing each other's back while he'll be giving me books and be preparing me for the exams. It's a lie. If there's anybody telling you that they're going to change your score from your part one to now, it is a lie. They can't do it. Because nothing changes on the board without the consent of the sent. Letters are going ahead. A lot of processes go on before things can be changed. Because even for him to go and upload my score, you know, he was saying to me that, oh, he has to go and start another process again. He has recorded everybody's own. How come me is just now he's going to record my... So he didn't mind that I saw my script. Neither did he mind, does he mind that I will fail. It doesn't concern him. Do you see? So you have to be very careful. Don't allow people to deceive you. Don't allow people... I remember yesterday I was saying, don't allow anybody to despise your youth. Don't allow people to take advantage of you. Don't be... Don't be... Don't suffer for people's... Uh, evil acts i remember a particular friend of mine she literally had to leave department of english she left another department because of the level at which they failed her they failed her again and again because uh she wouldn't succumb to the desires and the requests of lecturers of course maybe she didn't really do well or perform well do you get my gist but you know there are some things that you know that this one they just want her to fail because she wasn't agreeing to what they were offering I can't count the number of times you say that you know a lecturer would just go out and lock his door, take off their trousers, and want to try nonsense with her. Just because of score and grade, I know. So much evil out there. Be very careful, young ones. And you see, July shock is not just ladies, even guys. I remember a guy was telling me how that in in, in, in yeah, health sciences and medical college and all of that, there are young ladies that teach them as lecturers that get the guys to be involved with them sexually for grades. 
he said the, the wisdom he had to apply was just to 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 anti-zone them he would chat with them and just love up on them and all of that so they didn't even at that they'll be saying you 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 think you, you can escape her be you can escape like so he they are not able to mess him up the way they are messing up other young boys my younger sister would say to me a particular lecture was saying to them that oh imagine investing invigilating and say you you are still going to fail that course how can somebody be rewriting a particular subject again and again for four times? He's in his part four now and he's still doing MTH 101. Is it that he does not understand the basis of mathematics at this phase at part four that he's still failing it? And the human will say, oh, what are you looking at? Oh, you, you people are girlfriend and boyfriend, right? She'll be jealous of a young boy that is dating a young girl in the exam hall because she's, she's been sleeping and belittling herself and messing up with them. Uh, is your girlfriend's breast as big as mine? And so what's doing you? And uh, say a lot of nonsense stuff. Sometimes professors will have to come and say, the coordinator will say, have to come and say, no, please release them and don't do this to them. If not, that's what it is. If she says you're crying because you're crying because again. Tell me, what do you expect from these young boys that are put in that kind of a face? Or these young girls that are put in that kind of a face where you have to give what you have to get what you want, like the world says. You've written again and again and again. And you've refused to succumb to their desires and their requests. Later, those students are committing suicide. It's a, it's a painful thing, of course. We don't desire that they die. We don't desire that they commit suicide. But you see, you must apply wisdom. And what are the wisdom? Don't die in silence. Go to your path advisor. Explain what you are going through. Prepare well for the exam. When you fail, write letters to request for your script that it be marked again. And you'll be surprised that you did well. And don't be afraid that, oh, they will victimize me. Other lecturers will start looking at me and then they will start plotting evil against me. That was what everybody was saying to me. Ah, Grace, don't do this. That's what I, I say, see, I don't care. At this point, I don't care. But I choose not to fail this course because I was given, a re- I was given the ability to, to go and return. How can I carry two courses, six units, with penalty? What's that? What's that? So if, you, if people are going through stuff today on campuses, it's because you are not aware. At least while we are still in Nigeria and we trust God for a change of system, please don't allow the system break you. Don't allow the system make you look like a fool or that you are unintelligent. That is not true. That is not true. You are intelligent. You are smart. You are enough. You just need God to help you see things differently. And because God has worked on my heart, I wasn't seeing all that were done to me as anything. Rather, I just focused on what God was doing. And I knew that, no, I can't fail another day of my life. That's what it is. God has to be true for me and every man has to be a liar. That's what it is. And God came true for me. All right. I'm going to stop here today. I hope you learned something amazing, something new. We meet again tomorrow. Glory, glory, glory. Bye-bye.